one characteristic emerge as a significant predictor of success. It was grit. All right. We're back. All right. After We're 30 minutes of, of messing with video apps, that Landon's making me do video now. So, yeah. What, what you got there? This is, it looks kind of like Fanta on the thing here, but yeah, what is that? It's a, it's just lemonade with Aperol, so it's a, it's a light, summery, huh. tasty treat. You need to get, you need to get yourself some uh, King Cubes. Have you, did I tell you about that? Oh, these are like shipped ice cubes, right? Like, yeah. Well, you can just, door. you can get them. At, sounds like I don't know how many Atlanta listeners there. You're are, becoming so. an ad read expert, so you're like everything sounds like yeah, an ad read now. Pretty much, pretty much. What's going on? It's been like, it's been a while since you've been on the podcast on your podcast it's been yeah i like <laughs> to go a couple months in between appearances now no i don't know i don't know what's happening but our youngest is sleeping through the night nice. so that's that's a win so nice is that is this the first time we've got your your new office oh yeah which looks on pretty cam sad in this shot but this is my this is a bed right here a fold out like a murphy bed nice pretty cool so this this space is like 12 by 20 or it's not very big but it's a it's a guest room a de an office for two and a gym so we're getting a lot of use out of it i would yeah. show the rest of it but i can't i'm afraid to move the uh, the north to, uh, i forgot what road it's on like claremont or something i don't know indicator there's a liquor store you can get them at so you don't have to order them but i just got like a big a huge pack and i don't I actually don't have one in my little tiny drink but i'm I, I save them for special occasions which apparently this isn't a special occasion oh, yeah because so, i don't sorry. have the sorry guys this one's not as fan you can't see it in the thing but there is a big ice cube but yeah yeah it's, it's not the it's not the quality of your the king cubes are the like super purified water like you can see perfectly through it there's no fogginess and you won't get any like like it also like melts slower. Not so, a sponsor, by the way. Just to, maybe. Yeah, we might be. I don't know. Future we'll see. sponsor. We'll see. Precarious camera setup I have. So. Yeah, yeah. It looks. What do you have it set on? You. So we're both using. We're both using Camo, which is like an app for the iPhone. So basically, just so use we... their. Yeah, like. Well, yeah, they're the iPhone's going to like add this in the next update, but, but it it just makes the it's like a much better camera. It's better than like any webcam that you want to like. Pro yeah, probably any webcam. It's better than that. It's not better than those like super fan uh, like cam like actual cameras that you take. Yeah, I mean people pictures use like, with. But yeah, actually, I you know what I I actually watch I watched this YouTube video of somebody that was testing out all of these different. That's why I ended up getting it. They were testing out all these different webcams, cameras, like the really expensive cameras, and then they tested this out, and they were like, this is actually the best one. <laughs> it's like like this is better than like an eight hundred dollar cam like camera. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure people who know what they're doing can probably make more sophisticated more sophisticated equipment look better, but I don't know what I'm doing and this is fine. So yeah. mine is but if you could see the other angle, my desk looks like a, a mess because 'cause I'm like I have like a router that I like or yeah, one of my I got a new router, a new mesh network. And so it's a little taller, so I have like my phone leaning on my router. It's very it looks terrible, but does your wife share an office podcast. with you? Yeah, so her seat is right here. Nice. Is she there right now? You're like acting like she's there. I can't pull it all the way into frame. <laughs> no, but her chair is right there. 
Nice. We're rarely sitting here at the same time, but we both have... It's like a six-foot desk. It's not very big. It's a six-foot desk with two seats. It's big enough for two, two monitors and two seats, but... We used to sit at the same... Was that the desk that we sat at at your house when we started the company? No, desk. That was a bigger desk. That one was like nine feet or something. Those were the days. Yeah. Working out of the basement. Yep. You have to start... Like, if you don't start there, you're not really like a... You're not really count. like a startup. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't count. But we, we quickly got out of that. We were like, okay, this is that was cool. <laughs> All right. Cool. Check that box. Let's go somewhere else. <laughs> we checked it. Oh, boom. Did you see that come through? Are we going to oh, talk no. about that today? We've got lots of candidates applying. I think um, I muted that channel already, so that's a good sign. Oh, mine's firing off. Yeah, so it's been... Segway. Segway. So anybody that's listened to the last couple episodes know that, knows that we are... Like we start, we start another business. Basically, like what I've been saying is a boutique hiring Ooh. firm out of the Philippines. Fancy. Sounds fancy. It's not that fancy right now, but but it's going well, especially well on the candidate side. So we've been trying some different things to. I mean, initially we just started reaching out to. Well, initially, like when we first started it, we just, you know, we would just basically tell the team like, hey, do you know anybody? <laughs> like anybody anyone that's on our team in the philippines like hey do you know and that that works for the first like day and then it's like okay we ran through all the people we know <laughs> so now we've got to like actually start searching for people and then you quickly realize you know it's difficult to get in touch with people it takes time to schedule a meeting like all these different things and so you're like okay we need like we need a way for candidates to just be coming into our world our funnel like all the time so we've tried some different things. There's a bunch of things that I think could work that we haven't tried yet. I don't know, like giveaways or raffles, you know, for like work from home like equipment, things like general. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Stuff like that. But what actually has been working is your favorite company, Facebook. We gave them some money and we are it's working very well. Yeah, very cheap too. So yeah, we've been we started I've been working I've been doing a bunch of like like every single, like pretty much all of the social media channels that like we've never touched with any of our businesses really, like very lightly, if at all. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all of these, all these different oh, yeah, social channels understand. that I'm too, Kyle I'm like too never old and washed up to care about anymore. Yeah, but people are on them, so hey, let's let's see what happens. And yeah. this is like a different kind of, you know, this is very much so like, in some ways, kind of a consumer, sort of like a consumer business where it has like yeah it's like yeah exactly so you're you're trying to bring people in the philippines into your funnel and then on the other side of things you're trying to bring companies like specifically like u.s companies into your funnel as well on the candidate side with these facebook ads like basically you can just target i mean you could just you can write post blogs like whatever post that stuff on your facebook page and then just boost those posts or promote your own Facebook page and pretty cheaply there's not that many I mean I I guess maybe it's cheap because there's not maybe there's not like a lot of people that are just like sending ads to like only people in the Philippines I I have no idea but yeah, it's maybe very all of our secrets so. yeah so many secrets no I mean one, no one else would have figured that out <laughs> yeah exactly that would have been like yeah I mean maybe it's just like yeah did. it's it's like uh there's enough space like in that yeah area that you can like more easily reach the people we need to reach 
Well, there are some. I've I've noticed there there are some there's some rules like in Facebook's ad manager around certain types of ads, and this actually falls under one under that rule, which is like it's like employment. There's a couple other categories, maybe politics. I can't remember. There's there's a couple other categories where they don't la- allow you to do as much targeting as you normally could. So we actually can't. Like we could, we can target a geo, so we can just say like the Philippines or you know some city within the Philippines, but we can't target specific age groups. Maybe it's like, I don't know, like it, it would be ageist. Is that what it is? <laughs> it would be ageist. And also, that's to, fine. To, it's like we're not really trying to do that anyway. Yeah. I guess right. So it doesn't. Yeah, matter. I mean, it's like I don't know. It's like eighteen to like sixty-five, I think, which is like fine. That's that range is okay. But yeah, I mean. It's, uh, there seems to be a lot, like we already knew this, but there seems to be like quite a bit of demand in the Philippines for working remotely and specifically working remotely for us based companies. And so, yeah, we, I mean, we basically just like put a very minimal amount of money into some ads to basically test it out. And every ridiculous so far, every five minutes, there's like an application. Yeah. And we're not yeah, even, this I mean, morning we're spending was the, like the, it was like waking up and like, Oh, what, what just happened? Which yeah. of course my, my first reaction when I wake up and I have like 30 slack misread uh, unread. So I'm like, Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> this could be scary. And then it's like, no, 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 everything's fine. The application's fine. You're just getting a ton of candidates. So yeah. Luckily, yeah. It's awesome. Two different slack, slack instances. So I can rest a little bit more easily, but yeah, well, we, so it's a, we get we basically get a notification when somebody applies and then there's a little video link after the applica- after they submit the application to basically some there's like a video of me talking to them and then they submit a video of them talking about their experience and some different things. So we've been getting those like coming through too, which is a nice way to like instead of having to get on a first call, we just get we just do the first we essentially do like the first question of the first interview like in, if they can't, if they're not interested in doing like replying and doing like a one or two minute video, they're probably not a good fit. Like if they're, they can't even like, they don't even want to do that. Additionally, like if for whatever reason, their internet connection doesn't allow for that, that's probably also not a great fit since they're doing remote I guess work. we also send, yeah, like we're working out how to send like a follow-up chance at that. So it's not like a one and done type thing. Cause I know sometimes the mode like of, I mean, I even feel like this when I'm like reading or like, I don't know, trolling Twitter or whatever. It's like, you know, the mode of finding stuff and the mode of consuming stuff or producing stuff sometimes don't happen. Like, oh, it's the middle of the night. I can't film myself talking right now. Yeah. So we'll send like a follow-up email to give them another shot at it, like at a different time. Yeah. There was one, I don't know, you probably haven't even listened to any of them, but there was one. I have. This I was, afternoon. I've enjoyed watching them actually. It's been yeah. Really nice. Some of them are, you know. I, I want to get like some of them, some of them are great. And then some of them you're like, oh, I wish I could like, I kind of just want to get on a call with them and just like help them. Like, you know, give them a better, like a better idea of how you want to basically just how you want to interview. Well, I guess um, some of these like people the are like super young, the, like teaching founders and like companies how to outsource or delegate or, you know, do remote stuff. It's like the other yeah. side of that is like teaching people how to be a good candidate for remote work right especially if like there's a language barrier or whatever or like i mean that's like even this video thing like if my like before this call i would i don't use a webcam mostly but this took me like not that long 15 minutes to set this up and actually there's a free version like you can literally just do it for free so 
That's a perfect example. I yeah, think you really said used that as an example, didn't you? Somewhere, some I've on been some social media posting. Channel? Yeah, I've been on the Facebook page, which is, I mean, primarily geared towards the candidate side. I've been posting content specifically in regards to just like helping them interview, like easy things. You know, like I'm not an expert interview interviewee or anything. I haven't interviewed a long time, but it's like a minute. I can yeah. tell you as someone that is interviewing people or has in the past, there are some very easy things that like aren't. These aren't things, these aren't like, you know, obviously part of it is like your skill set and your experience. And there's nothing you can do about that. Like you, you have what you have in terms of that. So like what things can you actually control that actually matter quite a bit and sometimes will outweigh like the skill set. Yeah. You know, it's things like high energy well, that's and yeah, it's exactly yeah. why you want to share it. Cause it's like, these things are just super basic things. Yep. Like anyone can do these things. It doesn't change some of the facts, but like at least the production, like the the presentation is a little bit better if you have like if it's not like pitch black and you have like a 480p webcam or whatever it's like okay don't yeah. do that if you can avoid it i mean i know some people probably have certain reasons why they can't have a good setup but there's ways around it they probably just don't know right it's like hey do you have a phone okay go try these apps out or you know maybe it's a situation where hey if you're having an interview go somewhere where you know the internet connection is going to be like a lot like as good as possible yeah. at least for the interview well you know, also get, because some, get some lighting that, get a lamp yeah yeah and, and a lot of the work that at least in our experience a lot of the work that you like when you work remotely it's or i guess i should clarify when you work asynchronously which often remote teams do or at least some of the work happens that way especially if you're like delegating to like contractors it's like if your internet connection is terrible for an hour like it might not matter right like if you yeah. gave me a task and I'm at home doing, I have like all day to do it or all week to do it. If there's like moments where my power's out or whatever, it's like, as long as I can find a way to do it by the deadline, it doesn't, you don't even need to know kind of that that happened. But obviously mm -hmm. for the interview, you need to, you probably want to have like a, if it's a live call, you need to have like a rock solid connection for like yeah. go to the library or whatever. But, but also so like I, importantly, I guess for us, we're not like, I guess it may be obvious, but we're not disqualifying candidates based on those things it's almost the opposite yeah it's like you're you're like wanting to whether whether or not they find roles through us it's like hey while you're here you should try these things well every one of these people it's almost like the same thing it's similar to you know like a customer right it's like i imagine these interactions will you know everybody has their own network and all these people have their own network in the philippines and if they get a good experience with us and like treated well they're, they're going to tell other people and that'll just continue to fill our pipeline of candidates. So yeah, that's kind of I'm like willing to get on. Yeah. Like I'm going to, I'll get on with these people at the very minimum. I'll send them like a video response and like, but I, I'll probably get on with these. I mean, I also don't know, like some of these people are just really young and they don't like, like they just don't know what they're doing. Just like we all yeah. didn't know what we were doing or we still don't, but like <laughs> we definitely didn't when we were. The in ultimate college or whatever move here is to just create a course and stop doing any, just completely pivot to selling snake oil courses to people mm. with no hope. But Actually, that's not, what that's not a bad idea. So we probably should, I think that so snake that, oil, huh? Not, you said, Oh, that's not a bad idea. Snake oil. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all about, I'll do some snake. Well, I don't know. We just got to build out one of those landing pages. That's like 75 pages of just words. Yeah, no, like it's one page. Like keyword stuffing it's, and just like... Oh, they, yeah, yeah, one giant page of like an essay. 
Yeah. Essentially. And then we sell gold at the end. That's and the then, only thing. And like that's basically what we sell throughout yeah. or something. <laughs> and when you when you're about to leave the page, we give you a pop up. Wait, so don't you go. Can't leave. Sign up for our newsletter. Wait, don't go. Give There's me your phone really... number and I'll give you 10% off. You're so close. Yeah. I actually think we should do a course that's just like helping, like, I mean, a eventually we can come like up. Like a lead gen course. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they share that stuff and people can use it. Hopefully they, I mean, when they actually interview with us, hopefully they like interview better because they're, they've just learned like at least like one tip. Like the high energy thing is like the biggest thing to me. It's like, if you're going to get on, if you're like super droll and like, come on, like, that's the one thing you can control. Just all you have to do is just act for five minutes, act like you're like, you know, excited or like, you know, I don't know. It's not that hard. Yeah. I had to fake it for many years in sales. <laughs> yeah, I, I know mean, exactly I think, what that. And it, I guess it'll, it'll obviously depend too, as we have more on the like client side, I'm assuming almost all of them will want to do like a synchronous interview process. Cause that's like the old school way of doing it. But like in our world, like when we've interviewed people, we usually have a call, but we also do like a, an asynchronous task because that's like how we actually work. So in that mm -hmm. regard, I guess hopefully companies, and that's another place we could advise, but like hopefully companies are also doing multiple facets because like, I mean, I could literally go like, you know, days without talking out loud to people we work with. So like their energy level, I have no idea what it is. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah. Kind of like as long as, <laughs> so I, hopefully they're. Like on the flip side, hopefully companies also are trying not are trying to gather more inputs to their decision making, which we can also encourage, I guess. But there's just there's so many people that are just like the same, like that you're getting like the same, just like mediocre energy. And when you get that energy from someone, well, also someone like who seems excited, higher, it's like yeah, you, you kind of enthusiasm. Have, you hope that like if they don't know what they're doing or they don't know they'll what you figure want, it out, they'll they'll like be interested in figuring yes out. as exactly. opposed to someone who seems like well if it's out of my little you know box that i've been thinking in then i'm just done yeah even though yeah, that's that... not it's like a weird bad like that might just be a human fallacy that that's the case mm -hmm. but it does it definitely comes off that way if you're like oh you seem super positive you'll probably figure stuff out even though maybe yeah. those things aren't actually true well we we always talk about like even like with the business it's like what's the what's like the lowest effort highest value things that you can do that'll like move the needle and like this just in like for people like this is like that's this is the thing <laughs> it's yeah. just like show energy be friendly like you know have some enthusiasm about like living and and i guess this talking also brings to up, someone <laughs> we haven't really talked about this much which because it's kind of early but like getting feedback from companies when they pass on people which I know we've yeah. seen different reasons that have nothing to do with the candidates typically, like more of the, like the company can't quite decide what it wants to do, but I'm sure some of them will have feedback about candidates that would be good to know as input to this, like shaping out, like how, how should we advise people to, you know, present themselves or whatever. So yeah, just yeah. more, more, more notion docs, more courses, more, more facets. Yeah. They're it's, it's getting kind of crazy, but yeah, it's been good. So we're ramping up. I mean, also with the podcast, I don't know if anybody out there has noticed. And if you're watching this on YouTube, then you obviously then you notice. <laughs> then you noticed and whether you knew or not. But yeah, I'm trying to put a little bit more effort into the marketing side. So, I mean, 
basically just like as in like more than almost do more yeah do more (laughs) podcast do more podcast do it in video upload it to youtube do some clip sharing yeah reuse the content clip it put it on tiktok put it on instagram i think youtube has like their own type yeah it's actually pretty crazy like so we i haven't looked in a while because i only i only log into tiktok to upload the videos and then i leave and never come back but (laughs) sure don't worry they're Uh, logging your keystrokes so yeah so the ones that i did do the first few that i did for tiktok like in comparison to the views and engagement that you get on like linkedin twitter even instagram it was like wildly better so but either they're like lying to you or it's actually like showing up in front of people i mean it had like tick you know like twitter was like maybe i don't know i'd get like 50 views or you know something like that just my audience basically seeing the stuff and then for tiktok it was like after like a week it was like 500 views i was like what the yeah what the heck like, i don't know who's knows, seeing this yeah, i don't know who's seeing who's, this i don't know if it's like it's reaching but that's well it's like cool. yeah it's reaching a lot of people whether it's like converting to people actually going and listening to more podcasts or at least that podcast i have no idea so we'll figure it but out it's a low, i actually I haven't mean, looked well it's low effort for me because i'm doing none of it but yeah. i guess it's relatively low effort if it just like expands the awareness enough yeah you know well actually i had i haven't looked maybe while we're on this podcast we can look up the data but the last time i did look the the previous two podcasts that we've actually started doing some like clipping and stuff across different social channels were like the top podcasts we've had in like a year and they weren't anything special there was nothing about them it was like that special we didn't have like some insane guest or something i mean i think um, too a lot of it is just consistency like mm-hmm. like giving because i mean i feel like that with podcasts that i subscribe to like i look for the ones that i know will be there week after week or you know whatever cadence you yeah. have and when they, if it, if one of them kind of like gets all wonky, I kind of like forget to catch up or I miss that it even has any episodes. So right, I should probably think about that when I, that is true. When I'm I canceling think the, all my reset, my sessions here, the ones that I listen to the most are the most consistent and they, they, the one that I listen to the most does the most podcasts. Yeah. There's <laughs> definitely, do. I feel like there's a tipping point unless you're going to do a lot of like for this style, like we don't do a ton of prep, yeah. obviously. Well, up, updates there's some sort like, of like, yeah, there's like, only there's so like much we can do diminished returns where it's like, okay, I don't want to hear you blab like three times a week unless you're going to have like guests or some sort of like agenda or you keep it like really tight or something like three hours of just blah every week. Apparently. Like, yeah. It's either interviews or you got to talk about ideas. <laughs> That's basically like you have to talk about new ideas. Well, I guess it's like, or you have to talk I think about getting news. into specifics though. Like it's not like, recent Hey, news. cool idea, but it's like breaking it yeah. down, whatever, breaking it down, different stuff. Like, yeah. I mean, we're basically, you know, like we're breaking down first million grid right now. Let's get it. We should have my, we can have my, my first million like episodes where we do like bootstrap versions of ideas instead of like my ideas are going to be like, that's what it's called. My first thousand, <laughs> maybe, maybe like a little bit bigger than that, but my first 10 um, K I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I would say, yeah, like the bootstrap stuff is actually probably m- closer to like my first million type stuff. Theirs is probably more like it just my depends. first billion. Because some of it's like, some of those things are, are 
some of the people they talk to or the ideas they talk about are are very much like bootstrappable or actual yeah. bootstrappers type people. Well, they are like bootstrap. I mean, some of them are like high, you know, more yeah. like unicorn status. But I think the one of the guys was, I think his company was bootstrapped. Pretty sure. And a lot of the, they just had like a big. They had like a. They did like this retreat or something. It actually sounded awesome. They basically, they basically did. So they did a, a retreat to Raleigh, North Carolina. Which for all these people who are probably like in San Francisco like, and New York hell? City, yeah, here? what Raleigh? So they go down. There, they go down. I guess they're pretty close to Duke, and I think that's where one of the guys went. That's in the podcast, and they bring all these guy, all these like handpicked entrepreneurs or like people that have been on their podcast that they like. And it, I think it was like I don't know, like fifteen or twenty guys, and I'm pretty sure it actually it was only guys. So it would have been yeah. kind of weird if it was. It it actually would be would it be weirder if it was all guys and like one girl. <laughs> if it was or just I mean, that it's for, all guys yeah both. i get they all stayed at the same it's house cool. it's kind of yeah i don't know so maybe whatever but yeah it's a bunch of guys and they basically like i think it was like two days and like each day each day they would they would play basketball all day so they got like somehow they got access to duke and they play they played on like what is it cameron stadium yeah, or cameron indoor yeah can yeah they like play that's where they played and they ha they also had like you know the comedian that, that was absurd. I don't know how much you listen to the podcast but there's this one uh, comedian who's like, like a once a month probably I forgot his name he's a famous he did a, I think this year or last year he did like that press like roast of like the pr the press at like what is oh, it called the, the White press House correspondence dinner yeah the correspond yeah he was it this year oh no, it wasn't this year like it wasn't Hassan this year Minaj, or is that yes who it was? yeah yeah this was awesome. last year yeah. yeah so he was there. So they had some other people that weren't necessarily like, you know, SaaS bros or like just like entrepreneurs. I guess he's an entrepreneur somewhat. But anyways, so it looked cool. Like they played basketball each day. They had like a private chef that would just make them all like food. Like it looked awesome. But I saw some stuff that people were talking about. They said one of the one of the key takeaways was that 75% of the people there didn't drink. No drinking. Cheers. <laughs> like... In life or on the trip or both? In life. Yeah. It was like a thing that like uh, some of the people that came back from it were like, that was a weird, that was like the... An unexpected finding. An unexpected thing that like n nobody drank. I'd be um, curious because I feel like that's taken, I could just be, maybe it's just become more public, but I feel like that's got, gained more steam in the past like five, 10 years. Yeah, it has. I'm wondering what that would look like if you did the same thing a decade ago. Like I, I feel like it would, yeah. either people would, people who don't drink would feel like they should, you know? Right. Or something. I, I mean, know. I, yeah, I don't know. I like, it's I have no problem with people not drinking. Like that's fine. But I kind of, I don't know. Well, For and me, like, were they doing like, were they doing like CBD? And I mean, who knows what else was, I don't know. Like, well, yeah, I'm it, sure some of the people of too, were right? like, it's like, oh, some I'm of them were probably, or whatever. I'm sure some of them had like problems with alcohol. Like that's why some yeah, people of, stopped. Of course, like that's part of it. But there's also like a lot of uh, like, at least in the US, there's a lot more alternatives substances that are more readily available than there were in the past yeah. i think yeah i just yeah that's i like to i like a drink i'm not i don't know if i'm gonna stop like i think it's i enjoy doing it in social functions yeah. it loosens me up i'm, not, I, I'm I definitely like, like a, more of an introvert more normal like we just went out to dinner and like they had a couple mocktail like whatever like zero proof cocktails on the menu and i do like that's become more normal because there are like yeah. 
even for people like sometimes I just don't feel like it or it's a weeknight or I don't want to have like a I get you know I'm getting old so I don't want to have a headache <laughs> or whatever so I think it's it, it is good that it's normalizing that it's like you don't have to do this for sure yeah but yes I, I still enjoy I mean it's lemonade so you know that's where I'm at I'm, right now but I think I'm still gonna go with it I've, I've gone through phases where I'm like I'm gonna stop for a little while and usually that phase lasts about I don't know like a week but yeah <laughs> And some of these, some of these, what what was the one? House? Like some of these companies are just like going out of business, which sucks. So guess it's not that popular. I think alcohol. Well, it's, it's not addictive. The, so. the local liquor liquor store is just like crushing. I mean, that's what, still, that's what's hard about it is like <laughs> your your non alcoholic thing is like not addictive for certain people. Yeah. So like your business is just healthier objectively, but also more likely to not survive. You don't have as much repeat yeah. business. I, I know well, very little about this topic, but so I just, yeah, exactly. I'm just guessing here. Maybe also cause um, they're playing basketball all day. That was like a, they're all just so tired after that. Yeah. It looks cool though. I mean, they, but yeah, like a bunch of the people there, I saw like a picture and I recognized a, a bunch of them and they're like all bootstrappers, like all of them. And so some of them didn't want to recreate this. We could do like a small, I, I mean, I'm sure there's like tons of these things. Like I know what's the one for uh, calm. They're doing one in like Asheville. I think I know. I've thought I about like multiple that. times I've thought about doing it and I'm like, I think it'd be fun. I would should you should I go. do this. I, I can't remember when I it know. is, but it's like, we're going to a wedding like within a week of that, I think. Yeah. Or something. Or I want to. Yeah. I mean, it seems cool. I, lo I like Asheville a lot. I think if we, if I went, I probably would want to go with Tony so that we'd have to leave the kids. It's or they say that you close. can bring kids, but I don't know. It's super close. I mean, yeah, because the last one was like in Mexico City, I think. This one's in Nashville, which is so close. Yeah. But. Yeah. So anyways, well, we should do something like that. I think that would be cool. You know, we've talked about like we having... We Decatur High School play <laughs> basketball. <laughs> we could, actually, we could. Or we could go to um, St. Pius. The YMCA. My, Oh my, yeah, uh, my friend. He's got. Him, he's got. Yeah. He's pretty much got the hookup at like any gym you want to go to. So, any like high school gym we're in. Let's go. GAC. Want to go to my old stomping grounds? We should do like a public. Like I don't know why we're, why basketball is the one part of this that I've latched onto. We should probably do everything <laughs> except that. <laughs> it would be probably more productive. But yeah, we yeah. I guess back to back to hire with grit. Yeah, it's been crazy. Like it's. I'm very busy. I feel like I need to like work after this podcast. It's what is it? It's like nine o'clock here. And I feel like I, I feel like I still need to do stuff. And a lot of the people that you're talking to in the Philippines, like this actually is like a pretty good time for them. So every night I'm feeling like, which I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but I'm feeling like that. Uh, like I should, if I'm not working, I feel like I should be working. Like, Oh, I got like all these people I need Sounds to, like you need to hire find. someone to help you. If only yeah. there was a company that could help you do that. If only. Yeah. So that's another thing. Yeah. We're basically looking at, look at that. So we moved. That's pro from, level podcasting right there. You're welcome. Yeah. There you go. Transition. We are looking at, uh, we're moving one of, one of the folks that we have that's on our team for ad reform in the Philippines. We're moving her over to zero mile or hire with grit. And for now, I think that's enough. It's probably not enough, but like. Cause I think we probably need another person, but we're going to go slow cause we need to make more money first. So we're, yeah. we're going to move her over and then that'll give me a little bit more time eventually freed up to like focus. Cause there's, I mean, we talked about it, but there's basically like two sides of this. 
there's the company side getting customers and roles to fill and then there's the candidate side and so what i in a best case scenario world we could have somebody that owns the candidate side or the recruiting side and then for now i could handle sales related stuff and then because like we i mean i have a pretty a fairly large network of like entrepreneurs or people that are hiring you know hiring managers like just within my network so getting started like that's like a pretty good network to tap obviously we need to expand from that funny thing is like almost everyone that's that has been reaching out and we've been doing stuff with are like not people that i like they're not friendly they're, they're not people i know yeah. they're randoms i don't e i don't even know how these people are finding us but but that's a good i mean i think that's a good thing it's like i wouldn't say we definitely have to ramp up we need to get more in the funnel on that side of things but it's been good seeing like non-friendlies coming through like quite a you know the majority of them are non-friendlies and that's kind of what you want to see you know a lot of these companies start out and they're just like getting all their friends to use their product or whatever and it's just like that's not really real you know it's going to help the revenue for a little while but it's not really realistic or they do trades or whatever yeah. so it's been good so we'll i need more time if i'm going to focus on that side of things and and that's going to take t time you know building up just like a brand and seo and i mean we haven't done anything on that front but like, i mean even relative to like two weeks ago I feel like the, I mean, this whole thing, we started off like this was something you talk, especially you talked about doing for a while and it was like, okay, let's just try it and kind of validate it. it. And we back. Yeah. That's, that's kind of my <laughs> thing. There's a fine line between like realism and just like pessimism, I guess. But yeah, I feel like now having the candidate base, like building up, obviously, you know, we're going to learn a lot about that and stuff, but it's feeling like we're progressing in that way. So the other side, we got to build that up, but. It's kind of like our product. I mean, that is, that is our product. Our product is basically we find people for you. And so yeah. our product is essentially like knowing where those people are or already having those people in, you know, our pipeline or like people that we have relationships with. Yeah. So we've got to build that product. I mean, the fact that we've been able to like already place people without like having, you know, like any sort of pipeline of candidates, just like purely on searching and finding people. I, we're probably just like lucky for doing that. But I think moving well forward, ways. like, yeah, we gotta, we have to have like a big, like I imagine this notion doc is going to be just like massive and just have like yeah. thousands of people in it, which we're is going to be, we're going to test gonna the limits of test the limits of the CRM notion. Yeah. We pro well, I think we, we will probably have to move to like an, a true yes. Is that what it's called? There are actually some pretty cool ones now. I, so our friend Ty, he, he used to be a recruiter and he's started to like hiring recruiter SaaS businesses, but he used to be a recruiter. His dad owned a, like a recruiting staffing business or something. And so I guess he used to do that like right out of college. And he was telling me like, there's, there's, it's just like the CRM market. Like there's all these like big old players. And then there's all these new ones that are flashy and, you know, easier to use or, you know, bootstrap ones that are super simple. So yeah, I've looked at it. The big ones are super expensive. It's, there's no way I'm doing that. When, stuff. Like, I'm, but I guess I haven't looked into that much, but I'm thinking like, it's also kind of weird. Cause we're not really tracking. It's like, we're tracking applicants, but to, but also it's more of like a CRM than it is like a, cause they're not applying to jobs per se until 
we like right. match make. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, eventually you want to probably have like, so right now we have everything is internal, but we probably should have some external stuff. So a lot of the stuff that I start putting out like on Facebook is like, Hey, we have, here's the roles we're currently oh, like for sure filling yeah. for, you know, we should, instead of just like saying that we should have like a link to some public like page that has like all the job, like a job board basically. And they can see what's there. It doesn't say the company. It doesn't say stuff like that, but it just says like what they're looking Quality, for like, and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Skills and stuff like that. Yeah. General. And then, yeah, they can basically just, they can apply for those instead of just applying sort of the way they are now, which is just like blanket kind of, here's my experience. Here's my resume. Here's my LinkedIn profile, you know, match me. Yeah. Which is a good segue I, into, we just re we rebuilt the site and it looks the exact same, but we rebuilt <laughs> well, the site. It's a little it different. Looks basically the same on purpose, but we, the original site was on card, which is, so it's like a single, basically a single page. And Landon was like, we were talking about this, this type of stuff. Like, where do we put content? Or like, if we want to have like a job board or like, where are we going to put all that stuff? It's not really card isn't like very well suited for anything beyond like some basic pages with some information in like forms. So we we'll see how it plays out, but. The original idea was like, we'll go to Webflow because that's what we use for ad reform. And I feel like that's kind of like the industry standard now for just like hosted. It's like WordPress was, I'm sure WordPress is still like that, but I feel like Webflow is like the cool, slightly less cool, but still cool ish new version of WordPress. Mm -hmm. And, but it got me thinking, I was like, I, I just, the one thing I don't like about Webflow is like, it still is very, like you can do stuff visually, but it is, it does like. You kind of have to know a lot of the technicalities still like yeah. it's, which is a feature and like, depending on what your use case is, like if I was building a web dev agency or something, it would be great. Cause like mostly I don't have to touch it, but I can always get down to like the CSS if I need to, yeah. uh, or like if I'm building out templates or whatever, like you want that low level control, but so much of our, I mean, that's why we like card is because so much of our stuff is just like, I don't, it doesn't matter. Like we just need a super basic thing and you can make it look, you can, you know, customize the styling as much as you need to, but. Which, so anyway, that led me to, I've, I've seen a bunch of these things launching and I kind of like, I don't always keep up with them, but it got me poking back around through my like links that I save and never look at. And I was like, <laughs> the one that I ended up going with was type dream, which is, which the last time I looked at it, it definitely, they've done a lot more features than I think you're sharing your screen by the way. Uh, yeah. On purpose. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm you showing our site. No, I don't, oh, don't we want to show it? No, it's showing your like camo app. Oh. So just think two of you, like maybe um, it's on a different monitor or something. Anyway, we're still figuring out how to use <laughs> video stuff, <laughs> but uh, anyway, so type dream is like, it's pretty slick. Like it's, it's basically Here a notion. It, it's like a notion style, like block based thing with like slash commands, but so it functions similar, like the, the UX is different, but like it offers the same lightweight edit editing, like building experience as card except it's built for like multiple pages. And they even have a, a notion integration where you can like set up a CMS that syncs with like notion. And I think they have other ones like Airtable maybe, but so that was super cool. Cause it's like, oh, we can just create a blog hosted on the same domain and the blogs just live in notion. So like, boom, done. But you can't, yeah. you can't actually, I was hoping you could edit. I've, I assume eventually they're going to allow you to like write the blog in notion and it just syncs. But it doesn't do that now. I don't know if you knew that. You have to like manually pull.
pull it in, I think, if I'm not mistaken. You, ha- you have to write the blog in TypeDream. That's well, what we'll I figured that, that out. Yeah. Because the ones I, that I put in there were, never lived in TypeDream. They, inj- they like sucked it in from my table. So anyway, we'll, we'll have to see how that all plays out. And I know that's relatively new that they built that. But another cool thing that they have is built in... A lot of these things have built in analytics, but theirs is just plausible, like white labeled, I guess, or like, you know, I don't know how that works, but it's the same UI as plausible, which is what we use anyway. So I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. It's like included in the paid plan. So anyway, we'll see how it plays out. We'll see if it works long-term, but I do like that it, it gives us the ability to like add pages on the fly and also have like a basic blog without doing a bunch of crazy stuff. To me, it was like, for me as someone that's not technical, it was a lot quicker like easier to figure out how to do stuff with it. Like the, like the net, like something like the nav bar, like it had like a little, like, you know, plus sign, like you could just add something to the nav, like a essentially like a with, with all these other products, it's, it's just much more complicated to add that kind of stuff. Like pretty much all, I mean, I'm assuming they're like focused on, I mean, actually like every website's like that, right? It's like, they have, these tabs that go to like pages or drop downs at the top. Why isn't there just like a way to just add something there? Why do I have to do like add a container and do this other thing? And I'm <laughs> like, I don't know how to do that stuff. Like that's not yeah, my, I, it's I don't have any like background a, there. I guess the spectrum of like flexibility versus ease of use or whatever that trade-off is. Cause we, yeah. I remember like we, we talked about this on the podcast like three years ago, probably when we were first relaunching or we were looking to maybe get a new website for our, for ad reform and user feed at the time. And we looked at something called Landon at the, which actually got renamed to something else. And that there's a couple of those out probably there going out of business are, now that are more like, I think they're doing okay, but that are more like <laughs> drag and drop. Like it's not, they don't, they don't give you a ton of flexibility. It's like you have a few like layouts you can get. This kind of is, it's more on that side of things, but I love that the UX is basically the same as like notion. Like you yeah. create some text and then you can like drag it next to the other one and it's like oh we just made columns for you like ta-da yep. so for us commands cool. and yeah yeah it, it seems pretty cool i haven't got i need to get into it more because i need to write some blogs and stuff but that yeah, seemed so pretty cool stay speaking of how that works i guess yeah speaking of new websites it's probably a good time to jump into our sponsor for the episode yes. which if you tuned into the last couple you know is punchlist at punchlist.com. Punchlist is basically a way to collaborate on websites, any kind of file, PDFs. I actually just used, so I don't know if you jumped in Notion before this call. I did see this. This is sort of one way that we've used it that we haven't used it before. Typically we've used it on live, you know, marketing sites. We're about to launch a new free tool and you just throw up like the, I guess it's just like the staging site, but it is public. and you sent it over to me today and you were just like, do you, you know, what, do you see anything that you want to change? You want to give any feedback, whatever. So instead of jumping into notion and just like writing up a huge thing, I just jumped over to punch list, created a new project and added the URL and just started to, you know, tag different areas of the, of the webpage. And, you know, basically talked about all the things that you now have to well, you don't have to add, but I think you should. <laughs> the things, how to do um, comments and punch list? No. So yeah, it's, yeah, I, I don't know if, I, I wonder, I wonder if that's a common use case that they see, but just being able to go in, I think, I think it is, they do some stuff behind a login as well, but yeah, it's like, it's, 
perfect for just being able to collaborate on you know your app maybe it's some new feature or something that's in staging or whatever and just you know instead of having to just write this all in an email or send to you in a you know notion comments or whatever like i can show you the specific and i can give some context for like the area of the page that i think maybe this should go or at least, you know, just get, it just gives more context that I think is necessary in these situations. So yeah, I was, that was a cool way. I saw that because I should have just sent (laughs) you the link to the punch list project I had already made for the exact same reason Mm. today. (laughs) Like, so this morning I did the exact same exercise internal, like with the engineering team, like we were, we did a bunch of functional stuff and all the code stuff. And then it was like, all right, we need to do a pass at like UI stuff. And so I, I had the same thought. I was like, I could go in GitHub and like, write a bunch of bullets and hope everyone knows, like hope we're all on the same page about like what we're talking about, which parts. And I was like, wait, what am I doing? I just use punch list. And as I click, you know, as I click through the different pages, it just like opens a new page and lets me click on stuff. So yeah, I was laughing. I was like, I should have just sent you the same project, but yeah, well, uh, and, and it's cool because you can like, if, if certain things warrant it, like in our case, I haven't, I haven't seen your feedback yet, but at least in our internal case, most of this stuff was pretty minor. So we just put it, we ended up just creating a separate GitHub issue and just putting it in there ourselves. But for bigger feedback things, like you can also hook up GitHub directly to punch lists and like convert those items, which is pretty cool. It's a good way to like the thing that I like the dev process. Yeah. All the things that I, today that I added were like very, I would say minor things. Didn't, it didn't like take a lot of explaining, but if you had something that you just needed to explain more or you wanted to add like a lot more context to, they also have video responses or feedback. So you can just basically give, you know, like a loom style video, but you can record it directly from punch list. I'm assuming you can record your, your face. You can record the the screen and kind of go through, but it just gives you a way to add just another level of contact to the feedback that you're giving, which I think is a pretty cool feature that they have. Yeah. I but yeah, anybody that, I was going to say the last thing is, I, I guess it, it makes me think about how we talk a lot about Notion, how we use Notion internally, like versus Slack or email, where it's like you have a topic, you have some sort of project that lives somewhere, and then you go back and forth in some other place about this thing. And one thing we like a lot about Notion is like it pulls that conversation and keeps it like around the entity, like it's yep. relevant to, which makes a lot of sense. Like sounds obvious sure. when you say it. And Punchlist effectively does the same thing. It's like instead of, going somewhere else and writing a bunch of stuff, like just pull the thing up that you're talking about and start pointing and clicking. Um, it's much easier and it's very approachable too, for people who don't even have like, have never used it. It's still, it's yeah. like very easy to use. So I think their first, like, I, I'm assuming their, their main user and probably the, the users that they kind of like initially built it for were marketers that were, you know, particularly like design agencies and, and, you know, those types of companies. So. I think that was, you know, done on purpose, but, yeah. but yeah, Punchless is awesome. Everybody should check it out. They actually, they're willing to give you a free month if you enter the promo code grit. So definitely jump over to Punchlist. That's punchlist.com and you can get that free month. All right. <laughs> that was my transition <laughs> with my head since now we're on video. So like, I don't have to just do audio stuff. Now we're on but, video, so uh, we should we should also do like live sound effects, like a real radio show. Yeah, I need to have a cooler background too. I need to like I need to get our neon light back here, or our big, and like, uh, fathead sticker thing. Yeah, I yeah. Get that. People are getting like really intense with 
their video, like with video and their backgrounds for these like top podcasts. There's like actually, there's like these podcast studios where they go in. It's just like sick. Like it looks awesome. And then I'm just like in we my keep it room real. with like a closet in here. Yeah. I don't know if I actually have, we, we did buy a big fat head, like made with grit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fat head thing that was on the wall. It's, it's, it's actually in, it's on the wall in the closet behind me. <laughs> I, I don't think you'll be able to see it. Even if I opened it, it's like on the side, but it's there just in case, you know, I decided to display it in the closet. <laughs> yeah there's nowhere else to put it i don't no. know like i mean i obviously i could stick it on any wall but tony wouldn't let me so that's basically the real reason you so just I gotta just... get like a big piece of poster board or something stick it on there and then for the show you put it on like a an easel behind you so that it's <laughs> that sounds pretty that sounds like what you were talking about cool podcast setups yeah yeah well i i put it in there thinking maybe i'll maybe i'll record the podcast in here at some point because it's like it's quiet like soundproof yeah and then i'm like why am i in a closet like this is not cool but i saw jack black does it like there's a bunch of people that do like closet (laughs) yeah closet podcast and and he records all his songs in there and like he does all his like voice acting in there so you know why can't i be in a closet yeah but do it i also have huge like our closets are massive yeah like whoever built this house like i'm I couldn't. I was thinking that, like, like, I don't think why didn't a closet you... in my house I could fit the, just that sticker on the wall. I don't think there's a wall <laughs> big enough in a closet. You, you you need to borrow some of our closet space. Our it's a, clo- it's a our... constraint that I actually like. We have like it just keeps yeah. you light. Got to got to purge. You can't can't get too much stuff when you don't have anywhere to put it, right? Yeah, but when you have a closet this big, all of our closets are this big, and we're like, could you just make these smaller and like given us like bigger rooms? Yeah, that would have been rooms could cool. have like an extra bed instead of having all these closets. Yeah, I mean some of these closets are insane. Like you, you can almost fit like a twin bed inside of them. Like it's a a, just a regular like closet. American, like culture, I guess. But yeah, no knows? one ever complains. That, very few people complain about their closets being too big. I would say. But <laughs> yeah, this is like. Should we edit this part out? <laughs> Landon over here talking about his damn closets being too big. Yeah. Classic startup guy. So we have one other item in my list, which is bookkeeping, but we don't have to, we can, we can, we can talk about it quickly or we can not because it's the way kind you of, said it though. It's like one other item. Bookkeeping. Kind of that sounds but, cool. I mean, I, I mainly don't want to like talk about it too long because it's just so boring, but bookkeeping, I feel like we probably, <laughs> if I look back at our podcast, we feed, talked about it a like, lot. Yeah, it's probably like every six to 12 months, there's like a stupid discussion about. Anyway, bookkeeping, accounting is terrible. Bookkeeping is terrible. I actually kind of like it, but like in a bad way. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's it's interesting to me, but it's also terrible because it's just not core to anything we're trying to do. I just wanted I to say, after spent, I've spent for like the 50th time, a lot of time looking around for like good software. And it's just, so we use Wave, which is actually pretty good, but like, even like trolling in like the subreddit, like bookkeeping subreddit and stuff, it's like the amount of stuff people tolerate in that space and they just learn. I mean, there's so many things like this, right? Like even in our, even in Adderform, it's like, that's what people do. They just do whatever is in front of them and they just limp along and they don't, you know, they don't realize there's a better way. And accounting is specifically, I guess, is probably more susceptible to that because building accounting software 
sounds probably easier than it is to actually make it like it's got to be correct like all the things that actually really really matter have nothing to do with like the user experience and that's probably why yeah. their ux is just complete garbage i guess it kind of reminds me of like ProfitWell, where not that their ux was garbage but like relative to some of the other tools it wasn't as good it wasn't as cool looking yeah. it didn't have all the like flashy features and stuff but that was like their focus was just data like correctness it wasn't bad it was good enough yeah, by the time we got to it, it was fine. I, I and it was fast, right? Like it wasn't bad, and it looked fine. I'm not That's like the in thing a position now you, to be like judging people's UI design skills yeah. by any means. You have to be good enough these days. That's like the that's the bar. Well, good it just enough. depends on what the dimensions are. So, like the dimensions in bookkeeping apparently are like it needs to just have the fee. It has to have the functions I need, which are like bank feed, you know, ingestion and reconciliation. I mean, that's probably like 90% of it and then reporting. You mean like obviously. you mean like an accounting platform. Yeah, like QuickBooks. So it's like QuickBooks yeah. online and Zero. Those are the two. That's it. Wave is like a distant I don't even know if it's third. Like It's not. It's it's just not even mentioned. If you NetSuite, I don't know. There's a bunch Zoho has something, but it just it's more like one of those things that surprises me in a way. When I see all these cool things, like you talk about Type Dream, the website builder, or like Airtable, Notion, Coda, like all these cool things that have like incredible UX, like they're building, they're abstracting all these complex data models into like really cool interactions that feel very flat. That's the way I was thinking about it in my brain is like everything under the hood of these things is like there's 40 million tables somehow associated with each other and they're all doing, you know, associating with each other. And like the big, the cool thing that I love about Notion is that all of that's just abstracted away f from me. I just have like a page and I can like add a table. Like you can just do whatever you want. And all the stuff that happens underneath is so far away from me. Whereas I feel like these tools are literally the opposite. It's like every little data table, like every model that exists in their database is like in front of your face. And you right. can tell where they like hacked on something on the legacy garbage. I mean, and a lot of things are like that and I get it, but... I'm just surprised there's not something that's better. Like I I've checked out that equals have you seen equals.co or something equals.app mm -hmm. I don't know what it it's like a spreadsheet app that it's like a new cool looking spreadsheet app and I was like something like that but specifically for accountants feels like a thing that should exist. I don't want to build it but it would be cool. Building accounting software and there's more cool stuff. Like if you look at consumer, if you, like there, if you look at like, so mint that used to be like the big one, but I think there's a bunch of other ones now, even like YNAB or lunch money or whatever. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of stuff in the like more consumer oriented space that are way better UX. It just surprises me that no one's done that for like businesses as much. And I'm sure a lot of it too, is that the industry has just standardized. And so it's like, even like the same reason you don't see a lot of people using wave is just cause it's not standard. Like if you go hire an accountant, they're probably not going to, they're just going to use one of those two big ones and that's what they use. And then you just never ask about it again. But the, the big thing I see missing in a lot of these things is just like rules. Like I know, I think the zero and QuickBooks have it, but I don't get why more like, I feel like it's almost like, just give me a spreadsheet and the ability to write rules. And like my bookkeeping would be like 99% automated. Cause yeah, we don't have, it's not like, we have like 30 million people with credit cards running around buying random stuff. We have to figure doing expense reports. It's like, no, it's all almost all recurring and fixed. Like we know exactly what it is. If it, if, if it says intercom, just mark it as this and we're done. Whereas there's gotta be some reason why 
why people don't do that or like it's hard in some way i guess if it like no it's harder to do like ai that's what i don't get is like why are you trying to learn when i could just tell you like i can straight up i get having a learning thing makes some sense so you can guess but i should be able to turn that off and just be like here i'll just explain it to you like i'll just define the thing which is kind of like another gripe about general ai features it's like cool thanks for over engineering this thing that you could have just exposed to me and i could just tell you what it is but so anyway (laughs) if anyone knows of anything i'm missing please tell me because i've like the other one i've i've used on the personal side is tiller which is like i think i showed it to you before but it's it does like it connects basically like plaid with google sheets so you can do the equivalent of like mint type stuff, but in a Google sheet, which is pretty cool. Cause it's like such a familiar place for people. Yeah. So I think we could use that, but then it's like, you're now you're like kind of rolling your own like accounting parts. Cause it's not built for businesses. So they don't have like, they have some reporting, but they don't have everything. And I basically want something like that, yeah. but specifically for, for account, like bookkeeping. I think there's like, I think there's a lot of vertical based accounting systems. So I actually know this cause we helped, we helped get someone hired at like a restaurant company recently, like a book, a bookkeeper accountant person. And they specifically wanted that person to know, or at least to learn, I think it was restaurant 360, which I've never heard of, but apparently that's like, that's one that restaurants use and they have has like a specific rule. Yeah, they probably have like specific rules built out for restaurants. And And I have seen that too, where there's like integration layers where you can like, oh, you use Xero or QuickBooks and and it's garbage or whatever. Doesn't do the thing you're trying to do. You Then you get this other tool that's built on top that like, you know, pushes and pulls data to and from, which I can see making sense. The fact that there's not one for like SaaS, you would think that, because there's always that, right? Like whatever category people that are in that build software companies like that's why i keep looking because i'm gonna go build this to be something i must just be missing there isn't what i keep thinking there's i keep every time i look it's just like i can't find well anyone that anyone that's anyone that listens to this is immediately going to be like bench and it's like no that's not they don't do that yeah and and the other thing with bench is like yeah i mean it's funny because i'm like complaining about zero and quickbooks but at the same time i'm a little hesitant to use bench because if we ever wanted to leave, it's like, well, all the things in like, all the data's in their like proprietary thing, which I'm sure you can like export some CSVs, but then you have to like do the effort of figuring out how to get that into a thing for an accountant to use. So I like the idea of it being somewhere that's like, all we are is like a warehouse for your bookkeeping stuff. And if you can hire like any accountant and they'll just use our thing as opposed to like, we own the whole, I get why they would do it that way, but from a customer standpoint, I'm like, I don't really want, so that's kind do, of a negative. They do have like a QuickBooks competitive product, like that they just have internally or what? I don't think, but like, I guess it's not QuickBooks competitive in that you have to like hire them. If that makes sense. Like, I don't think they can, I don't think you can just use the product without the service. Okay. Yeah. So I think it's but like, they, but they have something like the, like you would log in and see your stuff broken down in the bench like in there. Yeah. And I, who knows, maybe behind the scenes, they're doing it all in one of these things and like pulling the data somehow. And, but all that stuff, it's all hidden for like, you're just looking at the bench app and they have some stuff they show you type of thing. So maybe that is, maybe if their thing was like an off the shelf product, I, I haven't seen I, it in a while, but I guarantee you they have like, it's, it's just like hundreds of people in the Philippines that are doing that. 
or yeah, like I'm that sure. are that are like working for them. That's how it was at Wave. I'm sure. It's Remember, mix, like yeah. all, all these their... tools have like click here to find a bookkeeper, and it's it's you know yeah. usually just some outsourced thing. And that's the other thing is like I. I don't know. I feel like there's just like you said. I feel like there's an opportunity for this exact use case. Like almost all of your stuff. It's almost it's like a robotic thing. Like you almost need the the leverage for an accountant is really high for for our type of business because the expenses are almost the exact same every single month. Mm-hmm. And you just need someone to like double check stuff, review stuff with you monthly, and like obviously taxes is separate, but. I don't know. So we'll see. I mean, I think you could build something like this. I mean, I've even thought about Notion because we've used Notion to collaborate with a bookkeeper. And I'm like, it would be cool if you could just bank feed all your stuff, all your transactions into a Notion table because then you could just talk about them there. And I'm like, you could go ahead and categorize them there too. Like there's a, there's like whatever, there's ways to do that. So then it's like, can we just use Notion somehow? I mean, but all these, all these solutions just require like a bunch of custom stuff. I just want there to be like a cool... Someone tell me, please. I need to. I don't want to do anything. Yeah. I, <laughs> well, that's the other part. Is like I. I just want. I. I guess I, I'm like I want my sort taxes of torn. Done. Like I want to write. I want to like write the rules. Instead of telling, like I'm telling, telling a bookkeeper how this thing should be categorized is as easy or as hard as just writing a rule to tell the bookkeeping software how to do it automatically. So yeah. that's the part that annoys me. But yeah, to your point, it's also like, just go hire someone and stop thinking about it, which is probably what 99% of people do. But It's going to be a nightmare too, because we have all these different, like under for zero mile, we have multiple products or like services. And then we have like different P&Ls for each, essentially or, different bank yeah. accounts, different cards. You, what did you say? Design. Like Bench was trying to like make us pay more for zero mile than Adderform, which is well, like doing a lot. The way, like, yeah, I mean, this has been another challenge, and this is partly why I'm thinking of it like almost like a spreadsheet in my mind, or like a Notion type thing where you can more easily like pivot. Because I'm like, I just want to have all the stuff pushed into one place, all the transactions in like one giant list. That's like facts, right? Here are all the transactions. Like it's unchangeable. And then you can like pivot it on different, like, oh, this actually belongs to this business. And then that mm-hmm. shows up now in a new PL. You know what I mean? Like, yep. it shouldn't be so rigid. But obviously, these accounting tools, other than being super old, they're also like, well, if you want to add a business, guess what? Pony up for another subscription. And it's like, okay, I get that. But it's, especially at our scale, it's like a lot of these businesses have like tens of transactions per month. It's not even that many. So it's like yeah. the fact that we would have like 10 zero accounts with like four bank transactions in each one each month. It's like, this is stupid. We just so, need Stripe. To, we just need Stripe to do this so we can just move on. They're about, Somewhere. they already have like a bank account in beta. So I think it's called Opal or something. We have it for. Well, in Relay, like, Relay, which is our banking, our new banking yeah. thing, has some, like is built in part to help bookkeepers do their job better. So I don't think they'll build this, but they do integrate with like Gusto and stuff directly as a bank, which is kind of cool. So I don't know. The bookkeepers of the world are the bookkeeper union is like making sure they don't lose their jobs and like telling all these, like these companies aren't building. I don't understand how Stripe doesn't like they, they basically have everything. The only thing they're missing at this point is the like, like, well, I feel like they're still growing the whole like bank banking and credit card business. Yeah. So, I mean, they're all like, I think there's also like beta. 
I feel like there's a lot of downside to building a bookkeeping tool or like an accounting tool. Like it's supposed to be like the source of truth. So, you know, but I guess there's a lot of downside in everything Stripe has, which is like all extremely high stakes. So it kind of fits. Yeah. But. They have. Yeah. I think they're going to, I, I mean, that's exactly what I want. Stuff. Like if Stripe built a bookkeeping tool, that would be exactly what I would want. It, it, I'm sure it would be made exactly as I want it to be made. Yeah. That's and like I mean. I'll pay like, extra. That's the other thing is like, I'll pay for, fine, make me subscribe for like five businesses to like add business names to like the select box or whatever the hell. But yeah. I just don't want to have to like completely change, I don't know, have like 10 different versions of the same data everywhere and like have it yeah. be all out of sync and stuff. So. Also getting things that like all integrate, like we recently got since Brex like doesn't want to work with startups anymore or like bootstrap companies we moved to Brexit. or we got a ramp account and ramps like a bit they're like the big brex competitor like they're a big company heavily funded pretty well-known brand and then they just don't show up in what is it the in, i think it's plaid plaid yeah so they yeah like, like i guess don't. like wave has like a plaid integration i just assume that they like integrate with like pretty much everybody and sure enough you go in there and it's like nope ramp's not there and then i reached out to like i think i reached out to ramp and i'm like why are you not here <laughs> just was like it doesn't make why sense. why are you not and like i don't know who i was well, talking and then to, in their defense no i guess and about. this goes back to my other thing it's like they've integrated with guess who the two big player like they have direct exports or whatever for zero and for quickbooks yeah and if you're not using one of those like oh use our csv and like whatever yep so i same i, tried I it. mean same thing with like if you wanted to use like pipe like they they don't integrate with wave like they only integrate with zero so that's like I kind of wish we would have started with one of those just so at this point, you know, five years later, I would know how to use it. But I like tried to like, I, I opened a zero account when we started zero mile and I was like looking around, I was like, what the heck? This is awful. <laughs> this is like, I mean, the reason we used Wave so is it was like approachable and free. Those were the reasons. Yeah. Maybe not in that yeah. order, but simple, just simple, simple, easy to use. But yeah, it's, it doesn't integrate with everything. But, and like when you, I think the majority of their customers are like small businesses, not necessarily like software businesses. So like when we, we, I, th I guess when we first got a bookkeeper, we started using them cause they have like, you know, they're like, you know, use our bookkeepers or whatever. And we use them and like the person we were talking to, had like never heard of a SaaS business. <laughs> it's just like, it was definitely never heard of it. So you're just like, I think in, I think for, you know, cost of goods sold, this is like for SaaS business, it's X. And then he's like, what? Yeah. What is SaaS? And it's like, That's what I'm like, we, not like yeah, not a good start. I, the more we talk about it, the more I'm like, all right, we got to do it. We're going to build a bookkeeping. It's like no. a SaaS based bookkeeping software complete with like rules, we don't build rules engine. And, and like, we only will refer you to people who actually know what software businesses Dude, don't are. Don't you? Don't you know this? We don't do we don't build software companies anymore. That's like software. Companies I mean, trust for, me. I can only imagine the support burden <laughs> of like, hey, it looks like that transaction didn't show up or whatever. Yeah, and you're like, but I'm like, also like things like Plaid do exist, so it does make it more right. It makes it much more like actually, I don't know, worth considering. It's easier. Like, yeah, there's stuff the connections. Like, yeah. Anyway. What's the other one? There was like, what was that product that? There, like some, the one guy, I'm forgetting his name right now, Matt, or from Summit, what's his name? Yeah, Matt. Lansing. 
yeah he was talking about some product and he like you could basically just like rig it up with or like most of it is like already done because you can use the certain financial apis plaid was one of them but yeah there's like a lot more infrastructure built out now to allow you to do a lot of that yeah. stuff. I mean, Stripe one is of the ones I use is Astra, which is like transfers mm. and stuff. But that's what I think would be cool because, like, I could see, like, to your point, I could see Stripe doing this or even like Relay building in that direction or something and having, like, oh, just come here and get your bank account, get your payroll provider, get your bookkeeping tool all in one place or whatever. But yeah, it's also like, obviously, not everyone's going to switch their bank account or like their payroll. Like, th- people have this stuff set up. So it does make sense to have that as a standalone option. So yeah, I don't know who knows. Maybe we'll launch a bookkeeping app one of these days. No or people. If can anyone out there is interested in video or we'll just yeah. hire a bunch <laughs> of uh, contractors with our hiring company to build it. Yeah. Perfect. That is one of the nice things about, I mean, that's like that. That's one of the reasons why I like starting this business, even though it's not a tech business. Cause like, actually I've had a bunch of conversations with people where I'm like, where I'm like telling them what we're doing and they're like, what? Yeah. It's kind like, of, you know, they're, they know kind of random. like stuff we've, they're like, yeah, what, why are you, I thought you guys were like a software business or you built software businesses. And I'm like, yeah, but software businesses are for losers. Yeah. Like, like this is the real high way. margin <laughs> low touch. Like, yeah. Here. No, no, but, but I mean, it is cool to be able to see like one thing you don't get when you, when you work, like when, when it's just a small, when you're a small business or small, you know, bootstrap tech company, you don't get to see a lot of the problems. Like if you worked at like Twilio, you would see a lot of these like internal problems in the business just cause they're so big. There's like all this stuff you get to like experience and learn in terms of like the problems and stuff that you could solve with software. If you, you know, had some sort of idea about, you know, that you came up with about it, but you miss out on a lot of that stuff and like building in a certain industry, like ad reform like there's obviously you're going to miss out on just like a slew of yeah ideas and problem and use cases in other you know areas of the market and so through this business we'll be able to see like all kinds of things about what people are hiring for why they're hiring for those positions and what types of data to third part no yeah you won't (laughs) but it's just yeah it's going to like open us up to all kinds of use cases and I would assume ideas like because we're touching, I mean, at this point we're touching so many different markets and industries and roles. I just think there's going to be a lot of like different opportunities that pop up different ideas that we come up with to solve certain problems that we see could even be like problems in the recruit. I mean, I don't know, like maybe there'll be something we build in the recruiting space, but yeah. But I I think think that's like one, that's one big thing that I, like one reason why I think it's a good business to start outside of the fact that it's just like a simple, it's like simple. Yeah. Like I don't have to, it's doesn't take a rocket scientist to, to start it, to know, like I already know like what it has to be to be successful. Like you already kind of like can see it. I mean, it's and a so, classic services. Like that's why there was like a billion yeah. recruiting companies, right? Yeah, exactly. Like as long as you can hit your numbers, like you can survive. Yeah. But also because so, like when you think about hiring, in general, you're thinking of like, okay, looking at the product we build, the service we offer, whatever, what roles do we need, blah, blah, blah. Now it's kind of nice because we're, it's like, but all the while we're, we've always been like throwing out random ideas, like logging them in Notion and just like, we have all these random ideas that occur to us or we come across and you're never, now we're kind of like almost matchmaking. I mean, we're not literally doing that, but in your head, you can almost matchmake like these ideas that seem just like, well, there's no way we're going to do all these things. I mean, 
yeah. any of these things because like that's not core to what we're trying to do we don't have enough people blah blah blah. now you're kind of it makes it feel more tangible to be like oh we have this giant pipeline of people like i wonder who in there i could go talk to and see if they're interested in like taking this thing on you know like yeah getting this thing off the ground or doing some basic validation around it or what running an ad and seeing if anyone you know kind of like that first level of like maybe take the ideas list and and try some 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 tests out and see what happens yeah i mean it's just it's also like building our network of companies and people that we're selling something to and that have experienced our our products our services oh. and that they feel like we did a good job and we brought them value and like in and doing this in like oh, a bunch oh. of different industries yeah, yeah. so well anyways i guess that's i i guess that's I pretty much it. it yeah we're back yeah we are fully back yeah. so i'm gonna try to i don't know we'll try i, I think I, my recurring bit where i tell you how i'm gonna try to be better and be on the podcast more often so that's insert that here and we'll make it happen check us out on tiktok smash mm. that subscribe button whatever <laughs> people say i don't know something, something. 10 star review yeah 12 star review we also lost our podcast editor so <laughs> we that's so another watching this it was probably recorded a month ago when we started editing yeah yeah i've been yeah, i'm doing it right now but that's another we're probably gonna hire someone i mean now that i'm talking now that we have this like massive list it's also like kind of nice to like i've already seen like three people i'm like well if we can't find something for them i have things for them yeah. to do so i saw someone today that was like i'm an expert at descript and i was like what i like paused oh. it i was like what what they say yeah we should i've got five hours of work for you each month not much but yeah so yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Sweet. Until well, next time. Hello, YouTube. Peace out. Until next time.